Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Speaking the Problem or the Solution. Let's pray. Father, we come today full of praise and thanksgiving, so thankful for your goodness and your mercy, Father. We know, Father, that you want the very best for us, but we have to choose to live a life that glorifies you and follow your ways. Father, teach us more of your ways today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you're going to talk today about this topic, speaking the problem or the solution. My friends, our flesh wants to speak about our problems. It loves to tell about the problems or issues in our life. But that is the opposite of what we are supposed to do as a Christian. Our Father God set the example when he created the universe. He did not say, wow, it sure is dark out here. I wish we had some light. No, he said, let there be light, and there was light. We were created in God's image, and we are called to learn from God and do what he taught us to do. Let's talk today about speaking the solution and not the problem. And let's start in Matthew 12, 36 and 37. Jesus said, But I say to you that for every idle word or every careless or useless word men may speak, they will give an account of it in the day of judgment. My friends, that shows how important our words are to God. We're going to give an account on the day of judgment of every careless or useless word. 37, for by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Folks, we can't even go to heaven without the right words, because we have to confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus died on the cross and was raised from the dead. Now, Proverbs 16, 24 in the Amplified, Pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweet and delightful to the soul and healing to the body. Folks, speaking the right words is like a healing. It's like medicine to our body. Our words are so critical. Are we speaking the problem or the solution? Colossians 4, 5, and 6 in the Amplified Classic. Behave yourselves wisely, living prudently and with discretion in your relations with those of the outside world, the non-Christians, making the very most of the time and seizing buying up the opportunity so that you may never be at a loss to know how you ought to answer anyone who puts a question to you. Folks, we have to know our Bibles so we can give a proper answer when people question us about our faith. Now, don't get in condemnation when you don't know everything. None of us knows everything. But if we continue to work at it and go to a good Bible-based church, We'll learn the Word of God, and the Holy Spirit will help us in our responses. Philippians 4, 8 in the Amplified. Finally, believers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's Word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good repute, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things, center your mind on them and implant them in your heart. My friends, notice God doesn't say, speak your problem. Tell everybody about your problems. 
No, everything in this passage is about good, wholesome things, godly things, and that's how we're to speak, good, godly things in line with his word. Proverbs 18.21a in the New King James, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Folks, God can't get much more blunt than that. We can speak death or we can speak life. Proverbs 18, 20, and 21 in the Good News Translation, you will have to live with the consequences of everything you say. Let me read that again. You will have to live with the consequences of everything you say. 21, what you say can preserve life or destroy it. You must accept the consequences of your words. My friends, I think that passage is self-explanatory. Proverbs 15, 28, the heart of the righteous studies how to answer, but the mouth of the wicked pours forth evil. Folks, if we're righteous, we know how to answer because we study the word of God. But if we're acting evil, we're going to speak evil things. Mark eleven twenty three in the Amplified, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart in God's unlimited power, but believes that what he says is going to take place, it will be done for him in accordance with God's will. My friends, this is one of the most powerful scriptures in the Bible. What we say to the mountain, the problem in our life, in line with God's word, will affect the outcome in that area. And God's listening for us to speak his word. Proverbs 21, 23, whoever guards his mouth and tongue keeps his soul from troubles. Proverbs 15, 2, the tongue of the wise uses knowledge rightly, but the mouth of fools pours forth foolishness. My friends, we don't want to be the fool that's pouring forth foolishness. And when we speak the problem, that's exactly what we're doing. The Ephesians 4.29 in the Amplified, do not let unwholesome, foul, profane, worthless, vulgar words ever come out of your mouth, but only such speech as is good for building up others according to the need and the occasion so that it will be a blessing to those who hear you speak. My friends, when we speak solutions, we're a blessing to those around us. When we speak the problem over and over and over, it doesn't bless anyone that's around us. Psalm 19:14 in the Amplified Bible. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable and pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my firm, immovable rock, and my Redeemer. Folks, when we speak negatively, we speak problems, it's not pleasing to our Lord. Now, closing today, Proverbs chapter 10 in the Amplified Bible, verse 11, the mouth of the righteous is a fountain of life, and his words of wisdom are a source of blessing, but the mouth of the wicked conceals violence and evil. Now, verse 13, on the lips of the discerning, skillful and godly wisdom is found, but discipline and the rod are for the back of the one who is without common sense and understanding. 14. Wise men store up and treasure knowledge in mind and heart, but with the mouth of the foolish, ruin is at hand. Now verse 18. 
He who hides hatred has lying lips, and he who spreads slander is a fool. My friends, we want to speak positive things, not foolish things. We want to speak solutions in our life in line with the Word of God. 19. When there are many words, transgression and offense are unavoidable, but he who controls his lips and keeps thoughtful silence is wise. My friends, oftentimes the best thing to say is nothing at all. 20. The tongue of the righteous is like a precious silver, greatly valued. The heart of the wicked is worth little. 21. The lips of the righteous feed and guide many, but fools who reject God and His wisdom die for lack of understanding. My friends, we don't want to be a fool and reject God and His wisdom. And we can say we're a follower of Jesus, but not follow His Word, the Bible. We need to choose to speak the solution in our lives and not the problems. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for your mercies are new every day. We know, Father, that none of us speaks perfectly, Father, that we've all at times spoke about the problem and not the solution. We repent, Father. We thank you for helping us. Thank you, Father, that your mercies are new every day, and we choose each and every day to grow in the things of God, to become more like you and speak the solution and not the problem. And thank you for helping us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147 or at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.